Welcome to the Mettler Marketing Podcast, where we will talk about marketing strategies and tactics to grow your practice. I am your host, Linda Mettler, and I have worked with dental practices for several years now, and I want to share my knowledge and experience with you so that you can gain valuable and actionable steps on how to grow your practice. We will talk about the latest and greatest in marketing, feature some guest speakers so that you can hear firsthand what is and is not working, and help you unravel the complexities of the digital marketing world. I work really closely with my clients, so we will also delve into some other issues that affect your practice from time to time, such as staffing problems, COVID protocols, and similar issues. Well, good morning, sports fans. How are you today? This is Linda Mettler. I am doing great. It is Monday, June 27th, and the Colorado Avalanche are the Stanley Cup winners from after last night's exciting Game 6 in Tampa. This is the third time in their franchise history that they've won the Stanley Cup. And for me, a Colorado girl, it's pretty exciting. So um, I'm doing great this morning. I hope everybody else is too. And, um, you know, my social media went crazy last night. I actually watched the game in the airport because I was uh, flying back to Colorado last night. Uh, people in the airport went crazy. And my social media went crazy. And it was so great to see some positive news and something super fun on social media for a change. Um, because after the events of the last week and the last month and the last year, social media, honestly, for me, has just been a drag. I don't know how it has been for to use kind of an old-fashioned term. It just has really been disheartening and... Um, just so cumbersome and a burden lately for me. I get a lot of anxiety from social media and I know a lot of people do too. So it was really great last night to see lots of fun, you know, um, avatars and comments and congratulatory notes to the avalanche on social media. I really loved it. But talking about social media, that brings me to what I want to talk with everybody about this morning. And that is our social media. And I know that I talk about it a lot, but it's a huge marketing platform for your practice and for you personally, for you to connect with your friends and your patients and colleagues and everything. Um, but like I just said, social media can, it's, it's a double-edged sword, right? It can be really awesome, really great. You get to celebrate all the really fun things in life, and it can also be really you know, dark and uh, can be a burden and it can be overwhelming, you know, with all the news and, you know, media posting things on social media. So let's talk this morning about how we can do a little cleanse. I plan to do a big cleanse this week on my social media. And I know a lot of people are afraid to do that. Like, oh my gosh, if I unfollow somebody, will they get mad at me? Or if I unfriend somebody, you know, is that, is that a faux pas? Well, you know what? Your, your time and your life is limited, right? Your time is limited. You want to be able to focus on things that matter. You want to be able to focus on your business, focus on your family, just focus your time and your attention on things that matter. And, and if you clean out all the clutter, that'll really help you. It'll help your personal life and it'll help your business life. So let's talk about how we can go on a cleanse, uh, just like a, like a 
you know, like, like you go on, you know, once or twice a year for your body, just kind of clean out all the junk. And, um, first let's maybe chat a little bit about your personal pages and then we'll, we'll chat about what you can do about some of your business platforms. But I am absolutely doing this today and this week, cleaning out my social media because I'm just tired of all the junk. So the, the first thing there's, there's kind of four steps here to my, to my little social media cleanse. And step one is I want you to ask yourself if on, on all your social media platforms, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever, ask yourself if, if the connections you have with people, if, if they're adding positive value to your life, you know, go through, let's just take Facebook, for example. Um, most people are on Facebook only because they're on Instagram, but let's just take Facebook, for example. You know, I, I don't know. I have a few hundred friends on there. Are all those people really my friends? Are they all adding value to my life? Or are some of them just kind of random, extraneous people? And if so, that's okay. As long as they, you know, if they're friends of friends and people I want to keep in touch with now and then, and their postings add positive value to my day and my life, then I'm going to keep them. But if they don't, I'm going to either unfriend them or unfollow them or hide their, hide them. So, you know, if you hide somebody, it's not quite as severe as unfriending them, but you won't see their postings anymore. I don't really need to spend any time in my day seeing motivational and inspirational and postings about flowers and cats. To be honest with you, that's me. Now, some people do like that. So if that is something that adds value to your life, then you keep it. It really isn't for me because there's so many of them. It's just overwhelming to me. So I'm going to, you know, kind of unfollow some people, maybe not unfriend them, but I'm going to really kind of, you know, narrow in on what I see. I'm also going to, you know, limit, well, I already do because of my business and what I do, you know, I'm on social media so much that I really limit my time on my personal social media and I limit it to 10 minutes a day. So if people don't have something positive and informative to say to me in my 10 minutes of time on my personal feed, they miss the boat. So, which is fine with me. So I'm I'm really, um, just want my day to be focused and positive and productive And I've just been wasting way too much time on negative stuff. So that's the step one. Ask yourself if those connections are adding positive value to your, to your life. And again, this is in the context of social media connections. And if they are not either unfollow them or unfriend them or hide their posts, whatever you have to do so that you're not seeing postings that are wasting your time. Step two. Uh, you know, or at least step two for me is going to be to un- unfollow and disconnect from all the news and media outlets. May- maybe I'm going to keep one or two that, you know, I find have, and, and that the one that I'm going to keep is a local, is a local um, channel that I can really just get the most important news of the day if I need to share it. But everything else, all the major networks, I'm disconnecting them from my social media, not because I don't want to know what's going on, but because they're all very polarized 
and controversial. And the more news media outlets you follow, the more you're going to be targeted on social media. You're going to see a lot more divisive things come your way on your mobile device, on your iPad, on your desktop, you know, um, all these, you know, Google, Facebook, you know, everything on your computer is tracking, tracking what you're doing, what you're clicking on, where, where you're reading things. And you're just going to get more and more junk coming to your, your social media. So I'm going to unfollow and disconnect all, all except one news media outlet. Um, is what I'm going to do. I highly suggest you do the same. Um, there's really no need for it on your social media. Uh, step three for me is, well, I already do this, but not, I know not everybody does this. Change all of your privacy settings to friends only so that your postings are not public. That'll cut down on some of the junk that comes in as well. And you know what I mean by the junk, you know, the advertisements, the sponsored, um, the sponsored posts, all the ads that come through your feed on Instagram and Facebook. Gosh, I just get tons of them. I think for every one friend post that I see on my feed, I'm, I must see five, five or six ads. It's really crazy. Instagram knows that I'm a, I'm a little bit of a, of a shoe fashionista, I get lots of shoe ads these days. So I need to really clean this up. It'll save me money. But click your privacy settings to friends so that your postings aren't public. And I'll tell you a really good platform that gets overlooked where everybody needs to change their privacy settings, and that's Venmo. So if you're using Venmo or or Zelle, Change those privacy settings so that the only people that can see your transactions are you and the person that you're making that financial transaction with. That's not really going to affect your social media and your ads, but I can click on my Venmo and I can see what, who, what my friends are doing, who they're paying for babysitting and where they're getting their nails done and, you know, who they Venmoed for their haircuts. I don't want people seeing that about my life. Um, just because I am a private person and I like that. So, uh, but you can change those settings, those privacy settings to friends only. So I highly recommend that you do that on all of your social media platforms and, and all of your apps, every app that you have, especially, uh, Venmo and Zell. And so change those. Um, now on your business page, you cannot, all your postings are public. And we'll talk a little more about that in, in just a minute. But step four, um, and this is, this is kind of a bigger one, a little harder one for me. Take out any of the apps on your phone that, that you think are pointless. This kind of comes back to, you know, I talk a lot about strategy with your social media, right? You don't need to be on every single social media platform, right? You don't need to be on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram and on LinkedIn you know, and on Pinterest, you don't need to be on all of those. So figure out on your business page, which one of those you need to be on and keep those. And on your personal side, you know, I hardly ever use Twitter. You know, there are a lot of social media and a lot of um, marketing managers out there that love Twitter. I don't. Um, But if you do, that's great. Keep it. 
I don't. So I'm actually going to take the Twitter app off of my phone altogether. I don't want the notifications. I don't want to see who tweeted what. Uh, I, I, don't, I no longer want to, you know, stalk my son's ex-girlfriend and see what stupid things she's posting. It's a waste of my time and a waste of my day. Uh, it, it takes away from my focus. It, it takes away from just positive value in my life. So if you've got those, go through, once you, you know, kind of clean up your social media feed and your connections, go through your phone and look at your apps. You know, what apps are you really don't need? What apps are really annoying? What apps have you addicted? If you're addicted to it, get rid of it. Um, and take those apps on, off your phone. It's really super easy. Um, you know, on the iPhone, you just press down on the app. It starts shaking and you hit the little X and it's gone. Uh, out of your day, out of your life, which is fabulous. So, you know, take take away those, those apps because they're just giving you annoying things. Um, during your day. And, and it, it'll, it will definitely feel really strange. It felt really strange for me to delete Twitter. I was like, wow, Twitter is such a huge social platform. What if I'm really missing something important, but I'm not because I'll find it on another platform or, you know, if it's something really important, it, it's going to find its way to me during the day. And if it's not, I don't need it. <laughs> so it'll free up your mind. It'll free up space on your phone. It'll free up your day. It'll, it'll give you, you know, the ability to focus more. So let's kind of go back to your business page, um, your business page on Instagram and Facebook and, and LinkedIn everywhere. All your postings are public. You don't get to change those privacy settings, but there are a few things you can do. So what one thing you can do, uh, you can ban somebody on your business page. You can't block them per se, like, you know, on your personal page on Facebook and Instagram, you can go up to the profile you can, of that person, you can click on it and you can block them or you can unfriend them. You can't, you can't do that on Facebook, but you can, there is a way if you've got somebody that has commented on one of your business posts, you can go to that person's profile. You can click on the little drop down arrow at the top and you can ban them is what it's called or restrict them. So you can restrict them or ban them and it has the same effect. They won't be able to see your postings, um, but all your postings will remain public. So a couple principles to apply to your business page. Um, number one, you don't need all to be on all, you don't need to be on every social media platform. So again, you know, do a little cleanse. Um, you know, you, if, if you're managing all your social media yourself from your office and you've got a, a staff member dedicated to that, you know, you want to free up some of their time. Figure out where the people you want to interact with are. You know, your new patient, um, your new patient, uh, you know, potential new patients, where are they? Are they on Instagram? Are they on Facebook? Are they on Snapchat? Are, you know, what, what are they on? And are they on TikTok? And that, those are the platforms you need to be on. And remember, because your postings are public, the biggest thing is, do not post anything political or religious, no matter how badly you want to, 
no matter how much you want to make a statement on the recent Supreme Court rulings. I know we all do. We all want to voice our opinion. If you have to do that, do that on your personal page. I don't recommend that. If you have a business and you have a business page, I do not recommend, you know, voicing your your personal opinions um, on politics or religion on either of your pages. But if you have to do it on your personal page and not on your business page, um, you know, because you're going to alienate some people, you're going to upset some people. And that those people might be your patients or they might be your potential new patients. You don't you don't really want to do that. Um, and when, then when it comes to the media and your business page, you can do the same thing. You can ban those media pages if they're following you. You can just go in there and ban them. Don't connect to any media pages. Off, don't follow any of them off your business page. It's not necessary. It's just going to clog up your feed and keep you from, you know, seeing postings from patients or potential new patients that you want to engage and, and interact with. So, and, and when it comes to that, you want to monitor your business page, make sure whoever's doing your, your social media for you, if it's yourself or a staff member or an agency, make sure they're monitoring it, make sure they're responding to, uh, you know, uh, comments, uh, that people are posting on your page. Make sure you want to engage and connect with those people that like your business page. So make sure you're doing that. So I think if you follow some of these steps and kind of just clean up your social media, narrow it down, become more focused on your personal page, that's going to free up a lot of time for you um, and give you some ability to focus on your business social media and be able to post really good content that adds positive value to your connections you know, your patients and your potential new patients, you know, make sure your content is of value to them, that it's something that pertains to their life, mainly their health. I mean, you're in the business of health, right? Oral health, which is tied to their overall overall health. Uh, And social media is definitely tied to everybody's mental health these days, (laughs) while it always has been. So let's get it all cleaned up. Let's Get everything on a positive track. Make sure you're on the platforms you need to be on on your business page. Clear out all the junk on your personal page. And I think you'll find that social media will work a lot better for you. You'll reach the people that you want to reach. If you post content that's of value to people, you'll reach a wider audience and it'll be the people that you want to reach. You want to reach those potential new patients. So that they can understand what a great caring practice you have and why they should come and see you. They need a safe place to go. They want to go to a provider that's, you know, not extreme, that's not, you know, spouting off on political or religious issues, those kind of things. They just want some place that, you know, can give them good quality care and help them. So that's what they want. So anyway, don't mean to get off on a tangent there. Go work on your social media. Do it this week. Do start do one platform every day. You know, take your first day and look at if you need all the platforms you're on and then get rid of the ones you don't 
And then every day this week, you know, maybe, maybe Tuesday and Wednesday, start cleaning up all your personal pages and Thursday and Friday, start working on your business pages and you'll find that your life will be, you'll have more time and, um, I think a little more energy. So that's what I'm doing this week. I am really doing, I am spending my whole day today on social media strategy, cleaning it up, getting it to go in a better direction, finding some better content for everybody. And, um, you know, that's what I'm going to do. So I hope you will join me. I hope you have a great week and a a great day. And as always, if you want to have a great day, you have to make it a great day. All right. Take care. Talk to you soon. Yeah. So Ed, I, I really thought this was a timely episode because there's so, you know, last week's, um, Supreme Court ruling just caused so much social media, you know, um, postings, you know, on, on both sides of the issue and just crazy. Um, and I really feel like my clients, you, you know, they're healthcare providers, they're dental, dental offices. And I feel like, you know, while some businesses, it might be appropriate to voice your opinion on a certain political issue or, you know, moral or social issue in a, in a medical or dental office, I feel like it's not, I feel like it's not appropriate because, you know, you're going to lose half, half the people that you're trying to gain. Right. If you, if you know, you know, and, and you're right there. And the, the, the challenge is, is if you have a business from the very beginning that you've established the political discourse is a certain way, and yet you're still open to having both sides of the discourse, well, then a, a political discussion strategy could work to your benefit. But that's right. something you have to have started from the very beginning. That's not something that you can just introduce in the middle and not see an impact on your business. So, right. yeah, I mean, staying away from political discussion in the professional services you know, doctors, lawyers, accountants, dentists, that that's good advice all the time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I know, I know, Ed, that you have, have different business, uh, you know, you, you are a web producer and podcast producer, and you have different shows and different things that, like you say, where it is absolutely, you know, critical to, to your show um, or that particular podcast to voice all those, those opinions and, and things. But I feel like for my clients, better to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Not well, right. You know, in, in my business, I'll use mine as an example, quiet. as a web developer in Oregon, being a conservative actually gave me a competitive advantage because it differentiated me from everybody else who was very liberal. Right. And as a result, those businesses... And those people who wanted to do business with somebody who was conservative, it was easy to find me. Right. But it was a very, very unique situation. And that's just not very prevalent, I think, in the professional services world. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I think, you know, in professional services, especially medical, I mean, you know, people aren't looking for a dentist or a doctor who is you know, a certain political party, they're looking for somebody that has the expertise and the skill in what they do. And I really feel like, you know, if you're a dental office or a medical office, and you're doing marketing, 
you really, your politics don't really matter. What you want to showcase is your skills. <laughs> so, well, you know, and I would say it's the same thing for like musicians. You know, we, we're talking about professional services, but, right? Uh, you know, I think anybody whose job is to primarily service the population, amusement parks, musicians, artists, I, you know, I think going down the political realm as part of your business is just always a bad idea. It's a, it's a big rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. There's no way out. <laughs> so. Yeah. Dolly Parton, I think, said it best when she was asked, does she support President Trump? And she says, I support my listeners. And he's, the, the, the uh, interviewer quizzed her a little bit deeper. And she says, oh, honey, listen, I'm an entertainer, and I want everybody to enjoy my music, so I don't get political. Uh, I think if we just take the Dolly Parton route. That's really brilliant. That's, that's really brilliant. And that just sums it all up right there. You know, you, you want to serve your clients. You want to serve your patients you want to you know serve dolly dolly parton wants to serve her listeners that's it that's it that's it nail on the head there ed that's that's the whole thing well you had a great show that's fabulous information i think everybody should heed it thank you thank you so much i feel much better i mean i just i just looked at all the junk and you know crap excuse the term um coming through on my social media when i was at the airport yesterday and i decided you know what i'm going on a social media cleanse on a diet i can't take it anymore <laughs> so. but you ended on a high note when the avalanche won the stanley cup oh it was so exciting it was really really exciting i started to video all the um reactions and cheers from everybody at the restaurant in in the airport but i being the the techno dork that I am sometimes I forgot to hit the record button. So I'm sitting there with my phone up so that the camera can see everybody and I didn't hit record. So there you go. <laughs> well, they won anyway, and there's going to be fabulous parades. I'd love to be there. It'll be a great, great day and a great week here in Colorado for sure. So it was Indeed. Exciting. So yeah. All right, Ed, well, thank you so much for your time. Um, are you committed to the growth of your practice? Mettler Marketing can help. At Mettler Marketing, we help dental practices gain new patients, increase referrals, and maximize patient retention with customized marketing solutions tailored to fit your needs. Visit www.mettlermarketing.com to schedule a free consultation and learn how we can help grow your practice. Thank you for tuning in to the Mettler Marketing Podcast. Please share this episode with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to be a guest on our show, visit MettlerMarketing.com and drop us a note. Remember to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast and help our show reach more listeners.